Ladies, if you are tired of the traditional group coaching model that was right for a season, but it isn't right for now, if you are ready to have elevated conversations, ready for masterminding in the truest sense of the word, where you combine your collective wisdom and your collective intelligence and what God is speaking to your heart, if you are ready for an experience that takes your soul into account, into your life and relationships and the totality of you into account, then I want you to connect with me because God has given me the vision for a mastermind experience that is like no other, that is really going to take you to the next level in your business, in your relationships, in your life, where you can connect with some extraordinary women just like you who are ready to go all in on the vision that God has given them. An awakening is happening, and I know you're feeling it in your soul. A renaissance is happening, and it's time for you to emerge. I want you to message me. I want you to go to my website and reach out because I really, really want to connect with you more, have a conversation and really talk to you about this mastermind experience that is by invitation only. And it'll be a select group of extraordinary women who want to go all in on what God is calling them to do. Don't wait, don't delay, because these invitations won't be available for long. And I want you to be at that table with us. Welcome to the Elevated Podcast. I'm Amy Van Slambrick, former corporate executive turned therapist and coach to high profile women and couple entrepreneurs. And we are going to have the conversations you've always wanted to have with the people you have always wanted to know. We are going to bring your life, your faith, your business, and most of all, your relationships to an elevated level through conversations you've never heard before. Tune in and stay with us because it's about to get really, really elevated. Welcome. I'm Amy Van Slambrook. I'm a CEO, therapist, and coach, and I really love providing a safe and sacred space for women and couples who are CEOs and who are entrepreneurs and who also need to emotionally exhale and have a space where they can transform into their next level. And I love bringing on couples who are all about going to their next level. And this is a wonderful example of that. I want to introduce for you today my guests, Ryan and Kevin Dowdy. Thank you so much for being here with me. Hi, Amy. We're excited to be here. Uh, Well, thank you. And as I mentioned before we started, I love to have couples introduce each other. So Ryan, would you introduce your beautiful wife? And Ryan, would you introduce your wonderful husband? Yeah, so I'll go first. So my name is Ryan Dowdy. This is my my husband, Kevin. Um, Kevin is awesome. Um, he is super dad. Uh, we, we lovingly joke that, um, Kevin is the project manager in this house and I am the project. Um, so Kevin is, uh, you know, we've been together for, it's going to be 10 years this year. Did you know that 10 years this summer? So, uh, yeah, this is my husband, Kevin. He's just such a huge support system to, to the work that I get to do every day. And I just feel really grateful and blessed that he is so supportive of that. Uh, so we have three kiddos. He has a 17 year old, um, from a previous marriage. And then together we have a five-year-old and an almost three-year-old. 
Uh, we live just outside of Kansas City, and um, we're just really blessed and lucky to have a really good life. Yes. Fantastic. And I'm Kevin Dowdy. This is my wife, Ryan Dowdy. She is amazing mom, and uh, she does so great in her business, and she just works so hard all the time, and she just, the determination she has to to do things is just unbelievable. Like, it blows my mind every day, and she just, <laughs> whatever comes to her mind, she no, she's going to figure a way to do it. And it's just, it's amazing. So it's, I, I love it. Every day we spend together, it's new adventures and we have a great time and great, great family. The kids, like she said, and we just have a blast. Very lucky. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And it shows on your faces. And for those of you who don't know, Ryan is a really powerful transformational coach for um, primarily women, right? You work mostly with women and she has a wonderful community called Be In The Room. She is also an author and she is the creator of the Social Sellers Academy. Mm -hmm. um, and she is just out making the most beautiful waves in a, in a space that really needs some um, transformation in the way business is done. And so she is a powerful presence in all of that with a whole lot of love and a whole lot of faith um, as her foundation. So thank you so much, both of you for joining me today. And I really want the audience to understand a little bit about your journey, because mm -hmm. I often say, you know, when you got together 10 years ago, this may not have been what you envisioned. It may have, but for most couples, it's like not even close. No. Um, and so I would love it if you could share a bit about your journey to where you are today. Yeah. So we met 10 years ago through a mutual friend. Um, and yeah, so our journey, we were both employees when we met. I was traveling and training sales teams. So not too different than it looks today, but I was working for somebody else. And uh, what were you doing at the time? Were you still at Casey Keller? I think so. I believe I was working in a printing company at the yeah. time. And then I kind of went back and forth from printing to restaurant management. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, we spent about a year in restaurant. Well, yeah. he managed restaurant for about a year right before we got married. And I was like, so this isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, because I was traveling for a living. He had, you know, a seven-year-old at the time and he was at work all the time. And yeah, we were like ships in the night. And I was yeah. like, I'm not sure this is what we had in mind. So he went back to the printing company at that point in time. And um, for the first couple of years of our marriage, we were both just employees. Kevin worked for the printing company. I worked for um, a couple of different agencies, marketing agencies at the yeah. time and sales and sales development. And it was after we had our first sons, we had Davis in 2017. Um, I finally stopped traveling and was working for a digital advertising agency here in Kansas City. Finally got off the road, had my own team. Um, all of those things, we built a house yeah. and all that because yeah. that's what happens when you leave a type A woman alone on maternity <laughs> leave. Yeah. She's like, we should build a house. Right. Um, and so we built a house in that time frame. And then that's when I kind of, and Amy, it wasn't even necessarily the entrepreneurial bug, if you will. I just knew I wasn't fulfilled in the job that I had. I was like, this is supposed to be my dream job. And I can't imagine that this is what God put me on the earth to do until I die. Like, this just is not it. So I started networking and talking to people. And that's when um, I learned about online entrepreneurship and the ability to take your skills and experiences mm -hmm. and, you know, build a business doing them. So God bless you. And I was like, mm -hmm. so I'm going to do this really crazy thing. And Kevin's mm -hmm. like, yeah, cool. Okay. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> And it's so funny because in, in coaching and working with women, there's a lot of women whose spouses do not have that response to, hey, so I think that I'm going to blow up our entire life. 
Yeah. And, uh, and I built my business as a side hustle. And so it was a lot of work. We had a tiny human. And so it was a lot of work and communication. And, um, like I said, Kevin is super dad. And I say that with, um, earnestly, like he really is, he's an incredible dad. And that was always, that was one thing, Amy, that was always clear to us is career wise. If one of us was going to stay home with the kids at some point, it was going to be him. Like he's just more patient than I am. Um, career wise, he, you know, just wasn't as passionate about what he was doing. So, um, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to build this as a side hustle and I really need your support. And he never said no. Uh, and I don't know if you ever really anticipated that it would look the way that it is today. No, but like I said before, like I knew when you wanted to do something, something was going to happen and it was going to be exciting and big. And I just didn't know, I didn't know when it would happen and it happened faster than I thought it would, which yeah, is awesome. Than I yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I decided to start a yeah. business. Um, I finally quit my full-time job in 2019 after Georgia was born. So Georgia's the almost three-year-old. So this is June of 2019. I quit my job. Um, so I'm a full-time entrepreneur. Kevin is still working for the printing company and it took us a couple of months I don't know, six or so months until it was time for him to quit his job. Yeah. There was a management change. It was a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. My business had taken off at that point, even more so because to me, for to quit my job, it was just replace my corporate salary, right? Yeah. Well, I did that and that's when I left and then it just continued to climb. And I was like, I just don't think you really need to work anymore if you don't want to. And you resisted that. It took a while. I don't, I don't, I like to finish what I start and then there was, but it would never end. There was always something new to do. So every, I was like, well, let's wait till this project or this project's done. And then I'm like, no, it's never going to happen. So. And then also when he yeah. gave notice, he gave eight weeks notice. He wasn't like a normal person. It was like, I'm out. He's like, I'll yeah. train my replacement. Yeah. Like, and then, and then COVID and we lost childcare. And so and your eight weeks turned into two weeks. It worked out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We were not ready for the COVID thing. So it worked yeah. out perfect though. It couldn't have worked out more perfect. And so the kids stayed home for a little while with <laughs> Kevin and then Davis went to preschool. Yeah. And then when Georgia turned two, Kevin was like, okay, she needs, she needs to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> She's fun. So, yeah. She's so we said so Georgia to school, she was two. And so Kevin, you know, is the project manager of this house, which is so helpful. And I have then since then shut down my first business, started a second business in the process of shutting that one down and now running the, the be in the room community, which has been really, really wild and fun. We moved in all of that as well. We, um, the house that we built, we sold, um, bought another house. And so here we are, Kevin, yeah. you know, brought a lot of it to life. You know, you wallpaper the wall, you hunt, yeah, pictures, yeah. he does all the things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's us. And, and that's where we are. So Kevin stays home with the kids and I joke, he's a stay at home dad, but his kids go to school. So he, um, <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> Yeah. Um, and I run a couple of businesses and yeah. that's our story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you say it with such ease, Ryan. And I think that that is just incredible, you know, because your joy bubbles over and I know that life is, you know, so joyful when we focus on that and that's our intention. And there's so much of reality, um, that get, gets mixed into that. But I would imagine that your faith had a big part in all of this in terms of how you were able to, navigate all of those switches and changes, you know, because COVID mm -hmm. for a lot of people stopped people in their tracks. And I said, it was like putting pressure on a house with a cracked foundation. If you started mm -hmm. to feel those cracks a lot more acutely than, than you did before, it's because there's so much more pressure. And for couples who have a really wonderful relationship, it was also a really beautiful time to get to know each other and bond. And not that it was all at all fun and games, 
um, right. or what we would have chosen, but it became an opportunity. And I love that the two of you made it so, but how did your faith infuse itself into that whole wonderful adventure together? Yeah. So it, it's funny when Kevin and I first met and got married, we actually were not active in a church. We were both raised mm-hmm. um, in Catholic churches actually. And we, we knew we actually church shopped for a long time. We did. We, we tried quite a few and you could just tell when you went in, it just, it was not a fit for us. Like it immediately, it just felt, it didn't feel right. And so the timing of it, of course, is never a coincidence, right, Amy? So we built our house in 2017. We found our church home in 2017. So we moved and I was like, when we move, we're finding a church, we're finding a church. I want to raise my kids in the church. We're doing this. And I was like, let's start closest to home. And there's literally a church like across the street from our first house. And so that's where we started. And that was when the business started to take off. That was when we met some really amazing humans who are still good friends of ours today. Um, So for us, you know, finding, finding that church and, and getting re-plugged in and reconnected, I think honestly was the catalyst for um, everything we've been doing for the past five years and almost five years at this point in the game. And you know, it's always been a part of our life. Yeah. Kevin serves in the children's ministry at our church. And, um, cause I told you he's, he's super dad. It is not me, um, at all. And, um, it, it's just always been a part of our life. You know, our, our friends, our friend group primarily are all friends that we go to church with. And it's just been a really cool part of our life. Um, my, what I do for work has like been brought up in the church with people we go to church with and stuff. And there's people that, you know, that we've connected with in that environment who are part of my Facebook group and have, uh, you know, done business with us in different ways and, and cool stuff. So it's, I mean, it's the undertone of who we are at this point in the game. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. It's it, life's been amazing. And it's just, I don't know. I don't think it's a coincidence, it's not, which is never is. Yeah. yeah, kind of mind blowing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we know that we're really, really connected and living in what we're called to do when we start to see things flourish in ways that we can't explain, you know, that are certainly the result of hard work and, and intention, but more so the results are about how much we've trusted and obeyed and listened um, and taken action and just obeyed where God was putting the passion in our heart. And that is just so beautiful because I would imagine it just keeps growing exponentially, um, which is a wonderful, wonderful piece of all of that. And um, what I also find really beautiful is that you like each other. You know, that may sound like a foregone conclusion, but but a a lot of couples, you know, they get to the place where life becomes so busy. And if you're in disparate roles, you lose that wow, I really like this person and I really know this person. And so I'm, you know, really curious about what tools and what sort of strategies um, have you found really, really most critical for what a lot of couples who I talk with struggle with? You know, where are the boundaries between work and home life? Where do I become wife and mom? And where does all of that begin as a husband and a dad? And you know, there the lines get really blurred. And sometimes that can be just a huge area of confusion and stress for people. I mean, I'd be lying and say 
saying that it, it's not, you know, um, a confusion and, and stress and mm-hmm. there, there are more good days than bad, but yeah. I think Amy, you know that about me. Like I'm very, it's very important to me that I'm transparent yeah. and it's like not butterflies and rainbows over here all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it was very much about almost redefining roles. Cause obviously our gender roles are totally switched. Right. So it was redefining what are the roles, what are the responsibilities, who does what, when, and where, um, the most, the thing that I think I have done, and you can tell me whether you agree or not, that has been most beneficial in allowing us to navigate this is I had to stop expecting Kevin to do things the way that I would do things. Yes. Yeah. You know, like the way Kevin does laundry is not the way that I would. Like, right. it makes me so anxious. I'm like, how are you doing laundry again? Right. I don't understand, but I don't do it. If I don't have to do the laundry, it does not matter that the laundry is not done the way that I want it done. But I feel like for a little while, I tried to micromanage that. I was like, I want yeah. you to do the laundry and I want you to do the laundry this way. Cause that's just who I am as a person. And I had to let go of how it gets done. Like it's done, maybe not the way that I would do it, but it's done and being okay with that. So when it comes to that, I think was super important for us. And then for me, I mean, the boundary with work in general, it was a problem before I was an entrepreneur. I've always struggled with turning, cause I used to travel for a living, right? Like there was no clock in, clock out. Like I was on an airplane. I was here. I'm in a hotel by myself. I might as well just keep working. Right. So boundaries in general have been an issue for me. Um, but we try, like our kids come home at four and I try really hard to be done at four. Um, and if not, I try to set that expectation ahead of time. So Kevin knows like, Hey, I'm recording a podcast or I've got this call at four o'clock and you can keep the kids away from my office. It'd be amazing. Um, but I, I mean, it's just setting that expectation of, you know, can we, this is the time that I'm going to start my day and end my day. And it's never perfect. Um, but that's kind of how we've, we've navigated it. But for me, it was letting go of like, that's not the way that I would do it. Um, that's kind of been my biggest shift I have made. I think it's easiest to uh, accomplish all the things at home if you just listen and organize. I mean, those two things right there. Listen to what she's saying and and try to try to do what she says most of the time. And like, and, but if you write it down or have organization, you'll remember stuff better. And it just helps. I mean, it makes it easier when you just listen to each other and like help each other out. Always, I'm always there to help, and she's always there to help, and her kids just. They love it. It, it, Organization with kids is huge too. So when we do come home and she and with the kids and she's working and she's done having that same thing every night, the dinner together, all of us sitting down. It's, I mean, we have, we know exactly what we're going to do every night aside from sports and stuff, which we're starting to get into with yeah, that's the new. kids now. That's a whole so it's just, game yeah. ready for, but. So it, it's, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's just, we, and more stuff will just come on the table as we, uh, as they get older and mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be fun to just see what happens. But as long as you're, I think the organization tip piece is big or else you'll struggle. But again, it's, I had to let him organize it the way he wants to organize it. Cause it's not the way yeah. I would organize it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what? Like he actually has like a paper notebook and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't have to understand. I don't have to understand yeah. the way you want to do it. Yeah, com- computer that. computers and I are okay. But, <laughs> but uh, where's like the Excel no- spreadsheet? Yeah, I, I like my I like my notebook. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, and just your appreciation for the space each other needs to feel like they're being successful and contributing and leading 
in, in your own ways, you know, mm-hmm. is so important. I, I always say that marriage should expand us. It shouldn't feel like it traps or constricts us. That it is created, I believe, to help us step into that safest and most expansive version of ourselves. And I love that you are each just wandering through. And this is all about the authenticity of what it takes. You know, you are creating a legacy built on faith, love, and prosperity. Um, and that doesn't necessarily come in a in a filter <laughs> worthy, glossy picture. In fact, the best don't because that's how legacies are built. And in all of this, you know, your prosperity um, shifted a lot, you know, and changed from a corporate life where we know I was in corporate for almost 20 years. I was in finance. I get the numbers. It's not necessarily a place if you want to grow into an eight figure, seven figure entrepreneur, you want to spend most of your time um, and they will take as much as they can. And then when you're ready to leave, um, you take the exit door. And and yet underneath all of that, I know, is a transformation in where you were in terms of your um, just money mindset, your wealth awareness, your safety and all of that. And could you share how you two have navigated that? Um, it's, it's been really interesting. I would say the mindset piece has been the biggest piece for us in general. Um, just like really small things that used to be stressful aren't stressful anymore. Right. Like obviously our income situations changed. We went, we built a home, which we loved. We were able to upgrade into, I think, I, I hate to use the word forever home because I'm not sure if that's true, but for the home that we'll be in for the foreseeable future to raise our kids. And we were able to choose what that looked like instead of this is what we can afford. It was, this is what we want. And that was, that was really incredible. But then there was the mindset up level that had to come with that. Cause we bought a bigger house. We needed more furniture. It's more expensive to, you know, to heat and to cool. And to we have a three-year-old who loves to shower and my water bill is through yeah. the roof. And, you know, so for me, it's been the mindset shift, but I, I mean, that has been my thing for a long time. Like I'm very conscientious of like, we never tell the kids, Amy, that we can't afford something. Right. Um, because like, it's not typically an answer if we can't afford it. It's that's not how we're spending our money right now. Like that's not a priority right now, or that's not something we're choosing not to spend that money or we're choosing not to invest in something in that way. Um, and I feel like I've had to kind of teach you with that a little bit because you came from a previous marriage where money was the constant pain point. Yeah, I just yeah can't afford that. Yeah, and that was always his default. <laughs> or like, yeah. don't play with that; it's expensive. I'm like, don't right. play with it because I told you not to play with it, not because it's expensive, <laughs> right. Right? right? Like, I don't care how much it costs; I told you not to play with it. So we've had to really kind of navigate that, mm-hmm. um, navigate that together. But like, my big thing, our big thing is is travel. So like, when it comes to extra cash, what are we doing? We're traveling. Like, that's the that's what I want for us. It's what I want for our kids. You know, we're yeah. traveling next week and Davis is like counting down the days. Like, when are we going on vacation? We're getting on an airplane. Like that is something. So our, that was the up level for us. I mean, we were able to up level our lifestyle, which was lovely, but I feel like we're at a pretty good place there now. Like any it's the investment is in experiences for the kids. Um, I've never purchased a toy for our children ever. Um, we have a lot of grandmas. Yeah. Um, Kevin likes to buy toys more than I, I do, do. But I like do. for me, it's experiences. Yeah. I'm like, I'd rather take them to the museum. I'd rather take them to Legoland or, you know, like I'd rather do anything than buy another toy I don't need. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's kind of been our up level financially. Yeah. 
um, and understanding that, you know, it's not just an investment in a vacation, like it's what they learn and it's the experiences they have and it's the memories, you know, cause you traveled a lot as a kid you always traveled to the same two places, but you always traveled yep. and you always talk so fondly of those places. It was great. Yeah. Um, and I want my kids to be able to do that. Oh yeah. When I was a kid, we went here and we did this and you know, all those different things. So that's what our financial up level, our prosperity, I think has afforded us, um, is the ability to give that experience to our kids. And you used the word legacy earlier. And that's really what I want to change. I want my kids to have a choice, like go to college, don't go to college, start a business, don't start a business, invest in something crazy, you know, take a gap year and go gallivant across Europe. Like I don't, I want to be able to give that to my children. And that's what really drives me. Yeah. 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 And where did that come from for both of you? Do you have thoughts? Uh, Cause you were not like, I remember, I, I don't know if you remember this. So on our honeymoon, we were in Punta Cana mm. and we were walking on the beach it's just okay. not your favorite thing to do, but it's yeah. fine. And, <laughs> and I asked you, I'm like, you can travel anywhere. Where do you want to go? And you were like, I don't even know. Yeah, not a clue. Because I feel like your financial situation before <clears throat> we got married was such a disaster that like it wasn't something he daydreamed about, you know? And like I said, yeah. he, they vacationed as kids, but they went to two places. Um, but your dad was always, you know, you, you were not raised around the money. You didn't have like total mindset drama. Did that come in? That came in after the fact, Later, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, for me, my mom just was the type of mom that was just like, you can do whatever you want. Like, do you know, you do you, there was never, she, I mean, we, I grew up in an upper middle-class family and that was, she's like, I just always want you girls to be able to go and do. And we traveled, um, primarily for sports, but we traveled a lot as kids. So I think that Wanderlust, like I moved, you know, 1800 miles away from home to go to college. Like, I think I've always had a little bit of Wanderlust, um, to be honest with you. Um, but I think that was my mother's just encouragement of, you know, going and living and all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just that it is a mark of healing as somebody who specialized in trauma and leadership and all of those things, you know, somebody's level of healing is often really evident in whether or not they feel that level of scarcity, no matter what the income is, because it's there for seven and eight figure entrepreneurs, as much as it is for people who are struggling you know, in a more obvious way financially, but it is about that heart transformation. Mm -hmm. And that when you feel the safety of that and feel that healing, especially after a painful um, first marriage, it really is a beautiful example um, and living that out because Mm -hmm. you couldn't do that with ease if you hadn't really worked through those wounds, you know, and they, they run deep. That's why one of the first steps I work through with couples is a is a financial strategy um, and a plan because it it is the second um, among the top two reasons for conflict. So um, that is just wonderful. And again, that you had space for each other, you know, and that you are showing your children what it means to be prosperous. And so as we're wrapping up our time together, I want each of you to share your definition of prosperity with our audience. You want to go first? Go for it. And uh, no, so for me, I would say my definition of prosperity, like to me, freedom and <clears throat> prosperity go hand in hand. It's the ability to never let money drive our choices. And so whether that is a vacation, whether it's sending our kids to private school versus public school, whether it's, you know, being able to send them on that mission trip or not, like for me to be truly prosperous is the freedom to make choices that come from heart, that come from faith, that don't come from finances. Yeah, I love that. How about for you, Kevin? I, I love the freedom, like she said. I think that's fantastic. Um, 
but um, Mike Prosperous would be. You're a happiness guy. Yeah, it's pretty much happiness and family. And I mean, I just, I just want our future to look amazing with lots of family, vacations, family, everything's involved with family. I want to sit the dinner we table. We have a big family, like outside of, of the five of us, like we have a huge family and that's what drives yeah. Kevin. Well, I'm just, there's nothing better than sitting with your kids, like at a dinner table mm-hmm. and asking them what they're, what they're thankful for and stuff. We do that every night and it just, it's the coolest thing ever. And that, that's what I love. That's mm-hmm. what makes my heart happy is hearing the kids and seeing their happiness and watching their eyes and just vacations and family things. It's amazing. And that's what I always wanted was a big family. And I, I couldn't ask for more. Yeah. That's I mean, we've been, we're done. We're not having a big family as far as children. No it's more children. No more children. <laughs> yeah. We are so done with children. We are too no. old for that. <laughs> we got started late as it was. Yeah. Like we are done. With children. Just, we are not populating any more chairs yeah. at yeah. the table. But, um, yeah. I love that. That intertwining of both their, your freedom and your generosity to bless the people you love the most. You know, that is just a beautiful intertwining for both of you and give them the experiences um, that really bond a family close together. And so once again, a great example of how you complement each other beautifully. And I know that people are going to want more of you. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you are on social media, Kevin, but um, Ryan, where is the best place for people to connect with you? And if you are, Kevin, I don't want to exclude that. Where should they connect with you? You're good. (laughs) Yeah. So on social media for me, I'm at Ryan Dowdy official on Instagram and TikTok. Um, Beintheroom.org is our website. We have a Facebook group called Be In The Room. And I am just always a very open networker. So anywhere that you find me, feel free to connect, feel free to say hello. Um, I love connection. I love community. Those are things that drive me. So I'm, I'm happy to do that. Yeah. And I'm, I am not much on social media, but obviously I, I have a Facebook page. You can find me, Kevin Dowdy. Just look up Kevin Dowdy and all. You have a lot of Facebook. He'll tell me, he'll be like, this person, you have a lot of people in common with this person. I'm assuming you know. And so I'm like, yeah, I know this person yeah. here, this person from there. So yeah. I, love it. I love it. Well, and I think there are a lot of dads and husbands, Kevin, yeah. who can benefit from sure. your wisdom. And so I just appreciate you two so much. This has been wow. just a beautiful time together. And I can't wait for more people to connect with the two of you. And hopefully, if this is the first interview you've done together, it won't this be the first last. Yeah, I've yeah, never uh, done this. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you. I feel very honored, and yeah. I hope yeah. the last. And just thank you so much for who you are. And I'm just so blessed to be connected to you. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, thank you Amy. so much. Thanks for listening to the Elevated Podcast. You can find out more about me and the amazing guests on our show on my website, amyvanslambrook.com. And if you have a moment, we'd love to hear your honest review of the show because nothing lights my day up more than seeing your comments, your questions, your aha moments, because that's what this is all about. We want to elevate your thinking so you can elevate your life.